They're next-generation journalists taking you beyond what you see on TV. Okay, welcome back, everyone, to Beyond, beyond TV. TV. This is Jobina, reporter with Wave 3 News. And I'm Casey Cunningham, a reporter multimedia journalist with the NBC affiliate here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are so excited because we have an amazing guest today um, who's done a lot for the city of Louisville, and we're going to talk about his newest venture, and I'm going to let Joe Bean introduce him. Yes, so you may have originally been introduced to him through his music on his record label, No Limit Records, later relaunched as New No Limit, but this man is also an actor, filmmaker, businessman, philanthropist, all-around entrepreneur, so please welcome to the show, Master P. Woo! Welcome. Hey, hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> we're so good. Thank you so much for joining us. So you're in... California right now this is so we're on yeah. a, a bit of a time difference how's your day been so far been good been good I, I'm blessed you know it's sunny out here uh, we plan for the people that been devastated by the hurricanes in Texas and Florida so uh, I feel if we can enjoy a sunny day we could definitely you know keep those people in our prayers and and wish them the best Absolutely. Agree with that. We've been covering that a lot here. Um, so, Master P, we're going to delve into our first section of the show here called Fast Facts. So get on your toes and yeah. be ready. We've got these questions coming right. for you. All right. All right. Are you ready for them? I think he's ready. Okay. What would your <laughs> final meal be? So if you were on death row, what would your last and final meal be? We always find this to be a really, like, get-to-know-you question. Oh, gumbo. I'm from New Orleans. Gumbo. Okay. There mm -hmm. you go. <laughs> All right. Who is your celebrity crush? Huh? You heard it right. <laughs> Your celebrity crush. Is there anyone in the business now or or even old school? Old school that you just like always had a thing for. Well, you know, old school coming up, like everybody had a crush for Holly Berry. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew it. Why you knew that? I knew Why it. You knew that? I don't know. Everyone she's just uh, like the go to girl. Like she is just flawless in every way. Nah, okay. it's just something about her. Like, but it was a long time ago, so it's like you know. Okay, so we're not talking you, 2017. <laughs> no, 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 not 2017. <laughs> <laughs> okay, old school Hallie. Okay, um, what about yeah. your uh, biggest character flaw? If, yeah. If there was anything you could change, or is there anything you'd change about yourself? Um. Anything I'd change? If I was playing basketball, I'll just turn into a seven-footer. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. We haven't had one of those answers yet. Usually someone's like, you know, says something about their personality. But, yeah, physical appearance. Physical appearance. It still works. That's a good one. And do you have a first <laughs> Do you have a first love? Like, who was your first love? It could be back in elementary school, or maybe you fell in love in high school. I know this is a little personal, but we got to know. Mm, like, 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 just like, like you were just swept off mm, your feet in love. Um. <clears throat> 
This is sounding I mean, really how you hard. You don't know him as somebody. It's somebody you don't know. It's like no, that's you gotta give her a shout out. You yeah. gotta give her a shout out. We like to hear the shout out okay. of a, like a person from way back in the mm-hmm. day, and then hear if they listen to the podcast. Maybe they'll get a shout out <laughs> from like your fourth grade class. <laughs> I hope not. This lady might be married or something. So you know, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, now, tell us her name. This girl, that was that was this girl named Tiffany. Long time ago. Mm, Tiffany, Tiffany, if you're listening. Hey, girl. (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much for answering those fast facts. We kind of try and catch people off their feet with those. So, But we want to ask you a couple questions about how you got to where you are today. Obviously, people know you through your music, but how did you get started in the whole business? What kind of got you your big break? Um, Can you kind of just walk us through your life? Well, I think when, you know, by me being from the South, and a lot of uh, music artists from the West Coast and the East Coast, and it was hard to get a record deal. Um, I decided to uh, move to the Bay Area, and I really learned the independent music business, and I, I really applied that to my career. And I said, you know what? I want to do this on my own. I'm not going to sit around and wait for a record company to come call me and give me a deal. I decided to go out on my own, and that's what I did. I, I turned nothing into something like people always say you know trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents it took a lot of hard work a lot of sacrifice and just a lot of believing in yourself and believing in the man up above I, I mean there was no limit from there I like that you talk about that also because I'll be honest, you know, we're millennials here. We met you on the Romeo show initially. But, you know, when I heard Solange's album and I heard you narrating just your journey and how you got to where you yeah. were, that's that's really cool. You're kind of weaving in, you know, modern with some of the old school and getting everybody, all the listeners involved. Yeah, no, and I think that's what it's about, being able to... Uh, to reach our audience. If you want to be great at stuff, you can't just stop at where you are. You got to be able to open up into other fan bases. And I've always done that, you know, even through my music with the song, Make Them Say Uh, it was able to cross over to every genre of music. And we was able to sell over 100 million records. Wow. Just by, just by opening up you know, the market share to making good music, not just making music for one fan base. Right. Was there ever a business move for you? Because at this point, you're a businessman. Music isn't your only outlet. Was there ever a business move that has most impacted your empire? Just that one move that really just took everything to the next level? Well, I think uh, getting into the clothing business first, uh, a lot of music guys was just doing music. You know, I got into the clothing business with No Limit Clothing. Probably, probably one of the first clothing companies. Yeah, I feel like uh, you were like one of the first artists who really branched out into other ventures. Joby and I were talking about that earlier, how you kind of paved the way for that. Yeah, we we was the first sports agency, No Limit Sports. Um, I was the first artist with my own dog to make them say hum dog that's awesome i know now you look in the store and everyone has a doll yeah i mean i probably was the first hip-hop entertainer to play professional basketball play in the nba um i don't i can't think of nobody else that done that um 
but yeah, just not not being one track minded. You know, how some people just think, oh, I just got to do this one thing good. But to me, I've always said you got to diversify because you know, even as athletes, if all you if all you do is play basketball when it's over with, then what are you gonna do? Right. If you were, you know, we're talking about diversifying. Is there a move that you made where you look back now and you're like, oh, that was horrible. Why did I ever think that was a good idea? <laughs> yeah. Um, you have to tell us what it is. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell y'all. <laughs> That's funny. Do you feel like there's a moment um, that I feel like when I was applying for a bunch of news jobs, I had so many people say no. You know, all these stations say no to me. And then finally, when you, like, get your yes moment, you want to go back and be like, you know, hey, I did it. Is there any moments like that, the fact that you were able to kind of make music without a, a record label? Um, is, there any, is there anyone that kind of, like, reached back out to you and said, like, hey, we want you now, and you were able to be like, sorry. Yeah, you had a Mike Jones <laughs> look at moment. Me now. Yeah, look at me now. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm the first artist to turn on a record deal with Jimmy Iovine. It was a million dollars offer that they offered me. Oh, my uh, gosh. As, 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 as a team. And uh, he told me that I never would get a deal ever again if I didn't take that deal. And I ended up, you know, not taking that deal and turning my business into a multi-million dollar empire. But did that scare you at all for someone to tell you that? Did you believe him or did you have that just internal confidence that you obviously have now that just something inside you told you that, no, I will get another offer or I'll make it myself? Well, you know, at the time I only had $500 in my pocket. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, man, I think I messed up. <laughs> I had to go back to the hood with no money, eat Roman noodles. I'm like, man. <laughs> I have ramen at my house right me now. Too, me <laughs> too. Actually, my fridge is empty, if I'm being very honest. We're still in the ramen stage, Master P. <laughs> I know. So we need that ramen advice. Yeah. How do you get us to the but, Italian restaurant? But you know what I realized, though? <laughs> I realized that if this guy offered me a million dollars back then, I start thinking, what am I really worth? And you got to know your value. And that's what made me say, you know what? I can't sign this deal because it was a bad deal. I was signing my name away, my rights away. I never was going to be able to use my name again. And uh, I just thought to myself, I said, no, I, I need a better deal than that. Okay. Wow, that's good advice. I know, know your value. Yeah, that applies to anything in life. Um, would, with that, would you say that there's ever been an unexpected relationship um, that formed and ended up being really beneficial in the end? Because people always say, you know, don't burn bridges and all of that. Yeah. No, I mean, that's true. Your word is everything. So even when you get into a relationship, it got to be, you know, you got to leave out clean, too. Even even with my ex-wife, I like, you know, instead of just to each other, you know what? Somebody got to be the bigger person. Let's just be friends. We got to raise our kids. I thought just doing that has been a fit, both of us to where you still got to be a lifetime parent to your kids. So you got to make those commitments and it's not just about you anymore. So uh, those was one of those times I felt like, you know what? You don't need to burn bridges. You need to do what's right. Even if you don't see eye to eye. Ooh. 
Well, you took that to the personal level. I yeah. was just talking about business. <laughs> but it still works. I, I, I had to take it, but that's business because <laughs> that's like your business partner and everything. So it's like, you know, yeah. it, it is. It's like you got to keep a good relationship. And even if something don't go right, you got to be able to leave on a good note. There you oh, go. Speaking of true. your family, Phyllis, and how is everyone doing? Yeah, everybody hanging in there. You know, my mom is okay. Uh, I went to the University of Houston, played basketball there. Uh, we have a house in Houston. And just everybody trying to bounce back. It's going to take a little time. Like in New Orleans, it took us at least five years to really right. bounce back from Hurricane Katrina. Right. But your your family in Houston is safe? Yes. Okay, yes. good, good. Well, our thoughts and prayers are with them for sure. I know it's a tough time for everyone there and in Florida. Yeah. And what? About, how are your kids doing? Fill us in. What's their latest? What are their latest ventures? Yeah. So my latest venture is an app. So my app, the next biggest thing, how Uber, uh, Wall Street is going crazy over this right now. You could go to Day Runners. Dot com. Okay. D-A-Y-R-U-N-N-E-R-A-P-P.com. Dayrunnerapp.com. Oh, tell us about it. Yeah. How'd you get into the tech business? You mean, you know, all the ins and outs. Well, you know, I mean, this is the future. If you want to be successful, you have to be in the tech business. I mean, this is the future. I mean, technology. And people don't realize this is the only way to make money while you sleep. And if you come up with the right uh, project, I mean, look at from Facebook, look at to Uber. Uh, I mean, my company is a courier service, so we we have independent contractors be their own boss uh, and, and working from the app. So it's no more longer just waiting in lines at UPS and FedEx. You hit dayrunnerapp.com and we'll pick your package up. We'll give you a lift, uh, and it's all through technology. Wow. No standing in line. We're looking at it now so you can book a runner. This is really neat. And you have how it works in the map. Yeah. Kind of has It resembles kind of like an Uber-style map here. Ride share. So how did you come up with this idea? Well, uh, me and a couple of my friends, we've been, we've been working on this for a while, and we finally got it together. We finally got it to work. Uh, to be able to compete in every city in the U.S. and hopefully we'll be able to take this internationally. So it, it, it took us a little while, but we feel like we got the best technology around right now. And Wall Street really looking at this like this could be the next big thing. And I'm just, we working the way. Oh, my gosh. You are a true businessman. I Capitalizing. I know. We can't keep up with all your projects. <laughs> we need to get on the projects. Yes. <laughs> And we want to talk about your um, we want to talk about your your newest venture, your co-ed uh, professional basketball team. Uh, you were here in the yes. Wave Three newsroom um, talking about it with us, but we want to kind of expand that to have you share this with our listeners. Yeah, uh, you can go to globalmixgenderbasketball.com. We the new future of basketball for co-ed basketball, giving women. Equal pay, equal rights. It's about equality. And uh, it's at least started where you'll see like a Brittany Griner. You'll see 
a Colos Bougia. You'll see a Metal World Peace. Uh, you'll see all these people on the floor at the same time. It's a high level of competition basketball, but it's a co-gender lead. It's never been done. It's history. September 23rd uh, at Cox Pavilion in Las Vegas. See this. You know, you can go to the game. It's in Las Vegas. Done this for WNBA and NBA on the court at one time. Is this something that you want to keep up and keep having the games and keep having the league, or is this going to be a one-time event? No, no, we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna constantly we, we want to turn this into the next big lead. Uh, we are supportive of the WNBA, so our lead start after the WNBA. Uh, we look at a place for those ladies to find to play after their season over with. So it's almost like a summer league for how the NBA has, but it has guys and girls, and it's a fast-paced game. So it is definitely showing that there's a lot of talented women out there that recognize because you've never seen how talented they really are on court with guys. You're going to say, wow, I didn't think that this lady was that good. And you're going to see that there's a lot of women just as good as guys. I mean, I learned how to play basketball from my cousin, and she's a girl. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't either. Wow. Now, is older or younger cousin? Yeah, uh, older. So she used to beat me all the time. And I said, you know, if I ever beat her, I'm going to be a hell of a basketball player. That one day I beat her, I knew I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be okay. That's amazing. <laughs> Back us up. How did you even come up with this idea and say, you know, we're just going to start a, a brand-new basketball league. It's going to have men and women, and we're going to focus on equality. I mean, how do you even come up with something like this? Yeah, because people would hear that and probably well, think, what? Yeah, so uh, we had – I knew some older guys that that was trying to do this on, like, a recreational level. And then when we met, I said, you know what? Let's take this to an even another level. Let me, let me get – Involved with this, let's take this at a higher level, and that, and that's what we ended up doing. And here we are now. Okay, awesome. That's very exciting. Do you have any names for th that are of people or players that have committed to the league yet? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I will. We have for the exhibition game. We have Hall of Famer coaches. Lisa Leslie is our coach. My team is the New Orleans Gators, and uh, <laughs> we have Metal World Peace on our team. Uh, we have the Gonzalez twins from UNLV. We have uh, Big Baby. We have uh, uh, Strohmeyer Swift. I mean, there's so many amazing players on our team. And then on the other team, Tiny's team, which is the Atlanta Airs, uh, Dominique Wilkins is another Hall of Famer player, but he's the coach of the Airs. Uh, there's so many great players. On, on that team too so it's, it's going to be a showdown in las vegas that's amazing and that's september 23rd and where can september people catch the game will you be streaming it live anywhere or where uh yeah and can people get tickets uh, you know where can they if they want to come out to all of this yeah you could go on to cox pavilion website or you could go on to global mixed gender basketball.com Okay. That's amazing. Well, congratulations. That's a huge venture, and we're so oh, excited to bet. watch it unfold. 
So yes. we always like to ask our guests a couple, you know, closing questions. First, um, out of all of your ventures, because you're such, you know, you're so diverse, you're in every mm. industry, do you have a favorite? Is music where your passion is, business? Is it philanthropy? Because you really give back to, you know, the city of Louisville and, and the entire country, really. So do well, you have a favorite? For me, it's business and philanthropy. Wow, okay. All right. That's so interesting. Yeah, because the more, the, more, the more you make, the more you could give. And if my business wasn't successful, I wouldn't be able to give because I'm a giver. And did that always start at a young age? Was that something that your grandmother or mother instilled it in you? It started since. Yeah, my, my grandmother. Okay. And um, lastly, what advice would you give you know, young people that are listening, whether they're, you know, teenagers or in their 20s or someone just older trying to find their direction, what advice would you give? Yeah, do you have something you really live your life by, like a motto? Well, uh, somebody once told me that if you want to be successful, you have to do what you love. So if you eat three times a day, then you need to work on what your dreams and your goals are four or five times a day. Okay. We haven't heard that one before. Yeah, that's good. That's interesting. And any lasting thoughts you want to leave with us before we ask you where people can follow you and find all of your ventures? Yeah, you can follow me at, at Master P. And, uh, uh, I mean, you'll be able to find out everything. Perfect. Awesome. Any um, anything else you want to uh, leave the listeners with? I think you've been dropping knowledge this I know, whole half hour. I just, I, I'm going to walk away with some new tips. Yeah. I what's just, next you know, for you? That's listening. You know, what's next for me? Yeah. Is, what's the next step? Is, move, is, is movies. I'm working on the Master P biopic, so that that'll be next. It's called King of the South. Ooh. Are you going to film in New Orleans? Yeah, I'm going to film in New Orleans and in California. Okay, we'll make sure to be there. <laughs> we'll be your All extras. Right. Yeah. Right. We'll be in the background. All right. All right. Thank you, Dad. Don't forget, you have our number. <laughs> yeah. Let us know when to show up. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We know you are so busy. I mean, you All are right. just like the busiest guy ever and we are so appreciative for your time and for all that you've done for the city of louisville um and all of your uh, you know charity organizations and we're so excited to see um this next venture and the basketball team unfold so we'll be keeping an eye on that on september 23rd all right thank you